Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we'll discuss the results of the Supreme Court's leak investigation and what cybersecurity lessons we can learn from it. Then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local lawyer that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. The Washington Post is reporting on allegations from a new whistleblower who has filed a complaint with the FTC against Twitter. One of the allegations from this whistleblower is about a program called God Mode. The program allows Twitter engineers to tweet from any account. What's even more troubling about this program is that it is alleged that Twitter doesn't have the ability to see which engineers are actually using the program. This means that these tweets can come from any engineer or any person that has gained access to the program. The whistleblower explained that while Twitter stated that it had gotten rid of the program, it was still available for any engineer to use. When tickets to Taylor Swift's most recent concert went on sale, numerous fans reported frustration with Ticketmaster and their inability to buy tickets. This week, an executive for Live Nation, the parent company for Ticketmaster, testified before the Senate Judiciary Committee. The executive blamed a cyber attack for the issues with the Swift ticket sales. The executive testified that the company was hit with three times the amount of bot traffic than they had ever experienced before, and that for the first time, cyber criminals went after their verified fan access code servers. T-Mobile revealed a data breach impacting 37 million customers in their SEC filing. The criminal hackers were able to gain access to the names, email addresses, along with account numbers for these customers. T-Mobile states that it discovered the breach on January 5th of this year. According to their SEC filing, T-Mobile's system was able to prevent the most sensitive type of information from being exposed. Our final story is another one about the use of ChatGPT. According to Recorded Futures, it appears that people have been attempting to use the AI tool to write malware. Recorded Future has found that criminals have been posting on the dark web about buggy but still functional malware tools. Fortunately, the malicious material that Recorded Future was able to examine fall well short of the caliber of malware that nation-backed hackers would use. This points to potential limitations of this AI tool, at least for now. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, we'll be talking about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cyber incident report rolled all into one. According to Bleeping Computer, Apple has issued security patches to address a zero-day vulnerability that is being actively exploited in older iPhone and iPad models, including iPhones 5, 6, and 6 Plus, along with iPad Air, Mini 2, and Mini 3. 
Google has issued updates to six vulnerabilities in its Chrome browser. Chrome is one of the most used browsers in the world. So it is very likely that you or someone else in your household uses this browser. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. So now on to our main story. After eight months of investigation into the leak of the draft opinion in the Supreme Court's abortion case Dobbs, the Supreme Court's marshal issued a 20-page report that's the equivalent of an MJ shrug. The investigation has failed to identify who leaked the draft opinion to Politico. While the report indicates that the leak was likely not a result of a hack into the court's computer system, the story is also an illustration of what happens when organizations don't take cybersecurity serious. Cybersecurity policies don't just address computers. They address access to information, how information is secure, physical security, and the rules to protect information from insider threats, including from employees. According to Reuters, the investigation uncovered that the Supreme Court lacked real security and safeguards. There was not a culture of compliance with the rules that were in place. In addition, during the investigation, there were multiple interviews with employees who stated that they discussed the Dobbs draft opinion and the vote counts with their spouses, which is in violation of court rules. But most of these employees did not know they were violating actual rules. This is consistent with most cybersecurity research on employees. One reason that employees violate security rules is because they didn't know that they were actually violating a rule. There has been some finger pointing about Chief Justice Roberts for not creating a culture of security. While I'm not here to point fingers or to place blame, what I will say is that in order to create a culture that takes security seriously, there should be buy-in from senior leadership. And for courts, that means buy-in from judges. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Awards. And I have one award that I want to hand out. And it's the This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Things Award. Last weekend, Drake headlined a performance at the legendary Apollo Theater in Harlem, New York. Social media was abuzz with great reviews of his performance. However, after the performance, the NYPD was outside of the Apollo Theater recording concert goers as they were leaving. Story about these recordings caused cries of outrage over privacy concerns and the belief that the NYPD were running the pictures of the people leaving the theater through a facial recognition software. While the NYPD claimed that the recordings were only taken for a social media post, it's a reminder of the world that we now live in. Law enforcement is investing in and using facial recognition software. If that makes you feel uncomfortable, or even if you are an advocate for its use, now is the time for us to have a real conversation about how to create the rules of the game. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.